Today's episode is number 77. Why can't I find my tail and clearance lights when I go to an RV store? How come nobody has them? Well, I want to welcome you to the show today. This is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV, your best RV podcast. This podcast is for everyone, men, women, children, young, old. It doesn't matter. If you have ears, you can listen to it. If anything else, it's just going to inspire the do-it-yourself spirit into you so you want to do everything yourself. Well, it might not go that far, but you get the point. It's for everybody who owns an RV, who wants to work on it themselves, or if it's just someone who wants to learn a little bit more about how an RV works, when they go to a dealership or get their RV repaired, they have a little more insight on what needs to be done. You know, hopefully you don't get stranded someplace. And if you do, well, this information might help you just overcome a little obstacle that might save a trip, save a vacation. Today's episode is number 77, and it is about tail light and clearance lights. And we'll throw in a little bit of headlights for the Class A and Class C and B motorhome owners. But why are they so hard to find? Have you run into that? Have you gone to the RV store and said, hey, I need a tail light for my such and such RV? And they don't know what you're talking about? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to help you be able to be a better customer and find those tail lights and clearance lights the first time around. Now, don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family. And yeah, it's about clearance lights and tail lights, but it's still going to be worth listening to and sharing. Believe me, for all the people that come in my store and ask questions, this is going to be helpful. So if you have any questions about the episode or questions in general about your RV or purchasing an RV or a repair problem, you can go ahead and contact me through the Contact Us page at Radio Arizona RV. And yes, I do respond to emails and I do answer the phone. So if you call, you'll get my voice. And if someone else answers, well, just ask for me if you need to talk to me. No problem. So now also, you know, the world is still going on with COVID-19. It seems like it's picking back up and things are pretty much the same in the RV industry. Still hard to get parts, maybe getting a little bit harder. But we are also going into winter time, and the winter is a good time to get a lot of stuff done on your RV. I know in some cases your RV might get snowed in or it's so cold that you just don't even want to mess with it. But, you know, it's a great time to just get small things done or if you need to take something apart inside, you know, kind of a major project, you know, you can turn on the heater and go at it and dig into it. Then come springtime, you've got it done. You know, that's my goal this winter to get a bunch of stuff done on my RV rather than wait until springtime. They said in my last episode, springtime comes and I've got 90 million things to do and only 1 million of those 90 million things get done. So I'm going to suggest you start working on things now. Don't put it off. If not anything else, make a list. Keep it organized and get things done. And that's another thing, too. When we get into this episode, um, more in detail here, you know, keeping lists and track of what parts are on your RV is definitely helpful. Most of our smartphones that we use, you know, have a, a note function, notepad function, um, where we can keep notes of things. So like write down the, the part numbers, the model numbers, your VIN number, have it on your phone, take pictures of things, just have them there. You have plenty of space anymore. Storage with iTunes is, you know, what, 99 cents a month or something for 10 billion gigabytes. 
or terabytes. So storage is cheap. So keep yourself up to date with things on your RV and your cars and around your house, whatever it might be. Makes life easier. And with that being said, let's dig into this a little bit. So we're going to be talking about taillights, clearance lights, and even headlights today. Now, that might seem kind of boring, but as I said in the intro, I get RV owners that come into my store all the time with RVs that are new, that are old, and they're looking for a a taillight or a clearance light. And they don't have a sample. They don't have a part number. They don't have a picture. They just come in and expect you to know what they need. And it doesn't work like that. RVs aren't like cars in most cases where you can look them up and find that part number, you know. A dealership might be able to do that to a degree if they sell your brand. They might be able to look up certain things for your RV, and that's great. But it's not always the case, especially on older stuff. Dealerships don't even mess with older stuff. So just take pictures, write down part numbers, um, have an idea what you're looking for. Because there, there's a lot of different taillights, there's a lot of different clearance lights, and clearance lights all look the same, but they're not. They're not interchangeable in most cases. A lens for a specific clearance light is made for that specific clearance light. It might fit on another one, maybe, but it's always best to go back with the, the right one. So now, finding a taillight for a motorhome or a trailer might be a little harder than you think. Same with a clearance light. You know, and it's because lights, models of lights come and go. Let's say Bargeman is a huge light manufacturer. Well, they might make a tail light that's on hundreds of thousands of our trailers. And then they stop making it. And that poses a problem because you won't find an exact replacement. And the 7 Series 07 Bargeman tail light is one of those lights. It's on tons of RVs. Then they stopped making it. And they had no replacement for it. And as of today, I don't think there's a replacement for it. I looked yesterday online, couldn't find any of our suppliers carry anything. So then you have to go to a different taillight, something that hopefully cover the same footprint where it mounts. But lights come and go. Brands come and go. So that's why sometimes it's hard. And then there's so many different ones. Bargeman has a a plethora of of clearance lights and taillights. And so does Peterson. So does Command, all these different brands that make lights. Like I said, take pictures, write down numbers. And if you're looking at your light and it has a DOT number, that is not helpful. That's a Department of Transportation number. But if it has a name on it, like Bargeman, Peterson, or PM, or Command, and then a number next to it, that helps. But even a brand sometimes narrows it down. So keep that in mind. Don't just think it's an amber clearance light and everybody should know what you have. Not going to work that way. So now let's start with motorhomes. For those of you that have motorhomes, and this, you know, some of the principles here apply to trailers, but we're going to get into trailers in just a minute. So if you have a motorhome, you know, we're talking about exterior lights, clearance, tail, and headlights. As I said earlier, most stores do not have the ability to look up the year, make, and model of your RV. They're not like cars. Some dealerships can, as I said. And motorhomes are going to vary by year and model. And the lights are going to be different. And headlights are probably going to be a dealer item. You're not going to find those at an RV store in most cases. You won't find them in an auto parts store. It's probably going to be a dealer item. Now, some of the headlights will be interchangeable. If it's a a sealed beam, you know, a regular glass headlight, and it's a 5x7 or something like that, that's probably going to be a Ford, maybe a Chevy, 
So you could probably go to an auto parts store and just replace one, you know, match it up, take some measurements, take a picture in, and probably match it right up. And some of the headlights are used, you know, if it's a Ford chassis, the headlight in that motorhome might be a Ford headlight, you know, well, it would be a Ford headlight. It might be a common headlight that's used on a truck or a van or a car in some cases. You know, I've seen some headlights and you look at a car and they're identical to it. You know, they're just making them fit the RV chassis. So it's not the end of the world. You'll be able to find a headlight. And like I said, dealerships and sometimes even the manufacturer, you know, Ford manufacturer of the chassis. If it's Ford, Chevy, you can go to them. But generally just some measurements and taking it out won't be a problem. Now, if it's like a Winnebago, it might have a special headlights that were made just for them. Or it might be a European headlight um, that they've, you know, brought over to the States to fit their motorhome. So you might have to go to back to Winnebago, let's say. So, you know, if you're having a hard time finding it, just go back to the manufacturer of the RV and start there. That's sometimes the easiest thing to do rather than calling around and seeing if someone has it. Just go back to the manufacturer and that's a starting point. It doesn't mean it's an end point, but it's certainly a starting point. Because I know you hear manufacturer, dealership, and you're afraid of the prices. I get it. Okay, so, you know, the headlights, I think, are a little more straightforward for motorhomes. Usually not that huge of a problem to find. In fact, I don't even hear that many, you know, people looking for headlights. They seem to figure that one out. Now, taillights might be, might be the same. They might be easier, might be harder to find. It depends on the year of the RV, the manufacturer of it. You know, a lot of older motorhomes had um, bargeman pod taillights. They had two pods or three pods in them. Each pod was replaceable. Or the lens, you know, came out and you replace a bulb. And then later on, Bargeman, they were made by Bargeman. Bargeman had um, LED upgrades where you could replace each pod with an LED pod. They're pretty common. You usually have a black, black frame and then two or three lenses in there. And those are were very common on older RVs, not so common today. And many newer RVs have, you know, taillights that are made for that RV at the factory. So they might be a little more difficult to find. Make sure you don't break one. Replacing bulbs is one thing, but, you know, getting an accident or breaking a taillight might become a nightmare down the road when the RV gets a little bit older. You know, if, if it's not a common one that was made for a car or a truck, it might be more difficult to find as time goes on. So you want to be careful to protect those. So our motorhomes are a little bit different. Now, you know, back to the headlights for a moment. If you have a Class C or B, like you'll say you have a Ford you know, a Class C on a Ford chassis, you just go to a Ford dealership or an auto parts store and tell them what the chassis is, not the motorhome, the chassis. Same with you have a Class B as a Sprinter or a Mercedes. You know, if you have a, a Super C, a Freightliner or an in, uh, International, it's the same thing. You just don't tell them what the motorhome is, just tell them what the chassis is, and they'll be able to look that up. So Class Cs, Class Bs, Super Cs, they're a lot easier for looking up the headlights and some of those things chassis type items and in some cases they do incorporate the taillight that would have come on that chassis into the motorhome too so that can make it easier too you know this might be something you want to look into if someday you have a little extra time you're bored see what your taillight is how hard it's going to be to find down the road if you do have to replace it motorhome taillights can be um, a little trickier you know they're in some cases they're just not going to be something you're going to find in an rv store you know, maybe a dealership that sells that brand, but usually not an RV store. They just don't have access to them. I mean, I know what I have access to, what I don't have access to. 
The motorhome taillights, unless they're a common bargeman one, could be difficult. And some motorhomes do use the same taillights that trailers use. So that does make it easier, a little bit easier. And clearance lights are a little bit different too. Again, there's a, a multitude of different styles and brands of clearance lights. So again, it's something you have to have a part number for or a picture of or some dimensions. You know, a lot of them are rectangular shape. A lot of them are oval shaped and they all look the same, but they're not. The lenses don't always interchange. I mean, very rarely do they go from one brand to the next. I mean, you can make it do that, but that's generally not how they're designed. You know, you want to go back with the same brand. And depending on the age of your RV or the lights that were used, you might have to just replace the lights altogether, the clearance lights, and even the taillights sometimes. Don't be surprised if you can't just get a, a lens for your clearance light and you have to replace the whole light. And in some cases, that's not a big deal. You know, you probably, if the light's been on there for years and years and years, it's probably time to take it off anyways, reseal it. You put on a new light and make sure it's a newer light that's still being used today, and then you're ahead of the curve. So that'll save you some grief down the road. Motorhomes are kind of their own little gig there when it comes to headlights, taillights, clearance lights. Some of them are uh, more truck-related. You know, sometimes they're the same lights that you'll find on a big truck. So sometimes an RV store might not have them. You know, you can always search online, but make sure you have pictures and numbers and even dimensions. Don't buy them willy-nilly or you'll be returning them willy-nilly or throwing them in your, oops, I bought this by mistake bin out in your garage. You know, the big old bin with all the crap you bought that you shouldn't have bought that you can't return or it's not worth returning. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Don't add to it if you don't have to. So now travel trailers, well, actually trailers, and when I say trailers, in this context, I'm talking about travel trailers and fifth-wheel trailers. You know, some of these principles apply to utility trailers as well, horse trailers. But we're talking about travel and fifth-wheel trailers. And I just call them trailers in this context. Saves a little bit of time. And there's not a big difference in the lights. I understand how they're pulled. That's the difference, but everything else is pretty much the same. Trailers over the years have had many different types of taillights. You know, they've come and gone. They've used the pod style like the motorhomes have. Most of them just have surface mount taillights. And Bargeman has been a big manufacturer for taillights for trailers for years, for decades. And there's their lights hold up. And that's another thing too. You know, a lot of, you look at these lights and they don't look like they're all that great, the quality, but you know, they seem to hang in there. The plastic frames that the lens snaps onto seems to hold up for quite a long time. You know, I have some LED tail lights that I put on a, a utility trailer that I have, and they're the same lights to be on a boat trailer, except they're uh, LED. And they've been on there for about 15 years now, and they are doing fine. You know, they're out in the sun. This trailer sat in Arizona for, you know, 12 of those 15 years. And so they've held up pretty good. I mean, I'm pretty impressed. If they fell apart tomorrow, I wouldn't be disappointed. You know, if I got 15 years out of them, who cares? You know, and that same light is still available today. It hasn't gone away. And that's one cool thing about a lot of these lights is they hang around forever. You know, they're just year, year after year after year. So don't be so concerned about the quality. They're all plastic. They're all made out of the same type of plastic. You know, if whatever you have is what you have. If you have a bargeman taillight, just go back with bargeman. You're not going to find one that's going to be any better unless it's an LED and you're up for upgrading it. 
Now, Bargeman has the seven series, zero seven. That's the series that has a, oh, I don't know, a little hump in the light at the top. I don't know how to describe it. And that is discontinued. And I said that a few minutes ago, and I haven't been able to find it for years now. And, you know, there's still pictures of it online. There's an LED version of it online. But Bargeman has it on their website, but it's not available. That particular light is not available. So don't even bother looking for it unless you really feel like you're going to find it someplace. Someone has some old inventory or something like that. But when they discontinued the incandescent version, came out the LED version, everybody had the incandescent version, had to buy the LED version if they wanted to stick with the same thing, and everybody does. Then they discontinued the LED version. So as far as I know, it's gone. I mean, don't hold me to that. I mean, I I occasionally make a mistake. <laughs> eh, probably more often than not. But anyway, that's the one light that's definitely gone. And one another interesting thing, too, is Bargeman has had some tail lights, like a square cornered light, not a round corner, but a square corner light that they discontinued. And Peterson brought picked it up and started making it. Sometimes a brand might drop a line and then another brand might pick it up. Because they see that, hey, there's 10 million of those out there. Let's just keep making them, you know? And it's a good replacement. If someone wants to replace their taillights, maybe they can't. They have that 7 Series and this the, uh, the square cornered one will work. They put it on there. And people just building new trailers, putting trailers together, restoring them. They don't care if it's rounded corner or, or a square corner. They'll just buy it. A lot of them come and go, but sometimes they do get picked up by other brands. And travel trailers seem to get... You know, they have the, I don't know, more of this, I guess, to where the brands disappear. I'm not, I, you know, it's just one of those weird things. Same with clearance lights on travel trailer or trailers. You know, there's a lot of clearance lights out there, and they come and go. But basically, you have several different brands. You have Bargeman, Optronics, Command, Peterson, Fasteners Unlimited, Glowbrite. And Bargeman and Peterson are probably going to be your two biggest brands for trailers. And Optronics is making some headway into it now. They're on a lot of the newer RVs, and same with Command. But Bargeman and Peterson are kind of the staples of the lighting industry, you know, inside and out, especially Bargeman. You know, they've been used on trailers forever, RVs forever. So now you have a travel trailer, you go to the RV, so it's the same thing. Have a picture of the taillight, unless you know what it looks like. And just for the record here, you know, taillights, it's not just one taillight fits all. And even if you know the brand, we'll have a bargeman tail light. Okay, do does it have a backup light on it? Does it have a license plate light on it? You know, one of them's going to have to have a license plate light for sure, and it's going to have the brackets for the license plate. But do they have backup lights? That's not as common, but some trailers have them. And if you have it, you want to keep using that. So you could buy another lens without the backup portion in there, but then you lose that functionality when you're backing up. And you definitely want the license plate light because that's a legal issue. So you do have to know what lens you're looking for. And, you know, even if your lens breaks and it's broken in half or, you know, a quarter of it's still in in one piece, bring it to the store. A lot of times that's all they're going to need to match something up. It just makes it easier. And then you're not guessing, well, I'm not sure which one I need now. I forget, you know, if it's the taillights or if it needs a license plate light, if it has a backup light. And, you know, you can 
just put a lens on there to get by if that's what you have to do. But it's always nice to get the right lens and you can just put it on there and be done with it. And you know, like you said, there's a different brand. So you have to know what you have. And it goes back to that organization. I've said this many times before, you know, start keeping track of of everything on your RV, not just this, but everything, you know, water pumps, what kind of water pump do you have? How many gallons per minute's in it? Write down the model number of it or take a picture of it. You know, like if it's a SureFlow water pump, all that really matters is the gallons per minute on that. The model number helps, but sometimes it confuses it. If it's a three gallon per minute, then you go to the store, I need a SureFlow three gallon per minute water pump. Here's a picture of mine and boom, they hand you one and out the door you go. You know, you're not there for any length of time. Same with the lights, you know, sometimes numbers are help, but if you buy a new light and it's, and it works, maybe write down the part number of that light, put it on your, on your phone. Like I said, you know, using the, the, uh, note section, all the phones have them, or if you have an iPad or tablet, whatever, you know, keep track of it or just in a book, just get a, a book, a little, uh, notepad, keep it in your RV and just start writing stuff in there. doesn't have to be pretty, just make it work. You know, and those, that way you can look stuff up, you know, especially if it's kind you can just put in a pocket, you, know, you can take it to the store. I mean, look at my light here. This is what I got. Show the guy the part number. Okay, here we go. And sometimes part numbers change, but it's a starting point. And so that applies to everything else in your RV, you know, so keeping track of stuff helps. And then clearance lights on a, on a trailer, the same thing. You got to know what it is. You can't guess. I mean, we get it all the time. And I'm not knocking anybody for this because I do the same thing. I look at something on my car. I'll remember what that looks like when I get to the auto parts store, you know, and I get to the auto parts store and there's a, you know, I'm thinking there's gonna be one or two and all of a sudden there's 10 I got to look at. And now I'm confused. Oh, which one did I really need? Gosh, I should have wrote that down. How stupid of me, you know, <laughs> we all do it. And, or it could be something in your home, whatever. And then you get to the store and that everything goes out the window and you got to start from scratch, you know, drive back home or whatever, walk out to your car, take pictures, write down numbers, measurements. And if your clearance light is no longer available, don't turn it into something. Don't scour the internet looking for a clearance light that's not available anymore. Find one that you can just replace yours with. Just replace it. You know, you're looking at a few dollars more for a complete clearance light than just a lens. And yeah, it takes a little bit longer to replace it, but it's done. You have, at that point, you resealed it, you rewired it, everything's good. And some people do this. They just absolutely do not want to replace a clearance light or a tail light because theirs is no longer available. And I don't understand it. Just do it. Don't, don't search the internet for weeks trying to accomplish this. You know, don't be a hero. Just replace it. And like I said, it might be a little bit harder, but heck, your time is worth something no matter what. And then it's new. And while you're at it, maybe look at all the clearance lights and just replace them all. You know, if they're, if one's no longer available, more than likely all of them are no longer available because they're probably all the same brand, all the same year. Just replace them. Same with your taillights, you know, even if in, in your lights, when they get, start getting sketchy too, like taillights, if you take a bulb out and the contacts are getting all rusty and, you know, the inside of that, the, the base of the taillights not looking so hot, it might be time to just replace it. Try not, you know, don't spend time trying to fix it. You know, when that bulb goes out, you're not even going to know it. You're driving down the road and it's also a safety issue. And that, you know, brings into LED lights as well. Cause a lot of trailers, I don't know if you ever looked at your trailer at night or been behind it. 
you know, out on a highway and the taillights are on, is it really visible? Is it really clear what it is? A lot of RVs aren't. I know like my toy hauler, I'm going to replace the lights this year. Um, I should have done it years ago. You can see the clearance lights at the top of it. They're much more vi- you know, visible than the taillights. And that's ridiculous. And the bottom of the RV is black, so, you know, it really blends in out on the highway. And if someone's not paying attention, especially late at night, you know, it's a good chance of getting rear-ended. Or if you're parked someplace and they can't, you know, really piece it together what it is, you know, things happen. You know, make sure that your your RV is visible, even on the clearance lights. You know, you don't have to make them all LEDs, but maybe do some in the corners, you know. Um, pick and choose. I just redid a utility trailer I have, the same one that has those LED lights on it. But I did replace all the clearance lights with LED lights. And what a difference, man. The thing just brights, it just lights up at night. Now it's nice. It stands out. People are going to see it. And so I'm going to do the same thing with my trailer. And LEDs are, you know, truly a matter of safety. And that's it for, you know, the lights. An exterior light, when you're driving down the road, who cares how much power it draws, whether it's an incandescent bulb or an LED bulb, it doesn't make a difference. Your your charging system is taking care of that. Your battery is taking care of that. It's just a, a safety issue. It's more bright. It's more visible. Same with headlights. You can see much better. It's all safety. Forget about the power savings. It doesn't matter when you're, when the, you're driving down the road. You know, you're not parked with your headlights on or your taillights on. It makes it a safer vehicle. So if you can upgrade LED, do it. You know, it can get a little more expensive, but it's definitely worthwhile. So I hope this has helped you because it seems pretty simple. But like I said, I get people in the store all the time confused about their lights. It's just a standard clearance light. Every RV has one. Fleetwood has put on this same light on every RV they've ever built. You know, those are exaggerations, but those are the things I hear. Well, it's a Winnebago. All of them use the same light. It's a standard clearance light. It's an oval-shaped clearance light. It's a round clearance light. All round clearance lights are the same. So those are the kind of comments I hear, and that isn't the case. So make sure you're prepared. Be a great customer. Go in prepared. Makes everybody's life easier. You know, you don't get frustrated. The parts guy don't get frustrated, you know, and then everybody just as happy as can be. All right, so that's going to conclude this episode. And again, I hope it's help, been helpful talking about taillights and clearance lights. Man, that's just a, oh, I got to remember this day for the rest of my life, you know, the big clearance light and taillight day. No, I'm just kidding here, but it is important that you do know this stuff. So this is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV. And again, I want to remind you to share this episode with others. Go to Apple iTunes and uh Give us a review, hopefully a good review, but let others know you're listening to the podcast. Share the links with it to others and have yourself a great RV experience. And this is episode number 77 with Radio Arizona RV. Mm -hmm.